a show dedicated to athletic development. We believe that we are one team with one fight. TrueGrind's mission is to empower athletes by using the weight room to teach the mindset and mental fortitude to succeed on and off the field, where we focus on developing powerful quality movements, understanding intent over intensity, and mastering the concept of lead small, where we share the unvarnished truth, even if common sense tells us otherwise. Your host is Brandon Janeka, owner of TrueGrind Systems, a sports performance gym in Austin, Texas. My name is Brandon Janeka. I am uh, the strength coach and owner of True Grind Systems, and I have here Scott Lacey, who is our lead hitting and pitching coach, as well as um, Southwestern University's uh, pitching coach um, here with us. Thanks for having me, man. Excited. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, first podcast, and today I want to talk about... um, well, we're about three or four weeks into the baseball season. Um, we're here in Texas. Um, kids have been playing since um, first week of February. Um, and, and, and tell me a little bit about what you're, what you're seeing from, uh, from the athletes at, at all levels. Yeah, so at all levels, like you're, you're looking at youth, high school and college um, mainly. With youth, a lot of them now are – starting to up how many innings they play and like they'll throw multiple days on a weekend. Um, so now you start to get where guys, they, they get like spring training elbows. So your elbows sore, um, your body's not used to the workload and that's just purely from not being prepared going into that much throwing load. Um, teenagers, as you know, like they're not the most strong, athletically or have the best movement patterns or sleep well or eat well or drink a lot of water. So they're already predisposed to, you know, having some sort of injury uh, from throwing a baseball, which is the fastest kinematic sequence we can do. Yeah. So, you know, they're already at a disadvantage to start. And then without, you know, proper warm up, without proper recovery, um, not managing workloads, like arms not being prepared. You're, you're starting to see a lot of elbow soreness at this point. Um, and they won't admit it, but also elbow pain, like mm-hmm. where it's actual physical pain. It's not just like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm tired from throwing. It's like, no, I'm, I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what you're starting to see on the youth side. Um, high school, the guys that are prepared are fine. So the guys that have been throwing throughout the off season and on ramped and built up, you know, the right amount of arm, you know, arm endurance and strength throughout the year um, and throughout the off season, they they have no issues. They're fine. Um, the guys who went ball down for two and a half months before the season started now are, you know, starting to get the flare up of like, Hey, my arm can't handle this workload. My arm can't handle the stress and you're, um, you're starting to see it, especially on like high velocity guys, guys that throw harder. They're starting to get more pain now because the body was shocked at first when you started throwing and it handled it and you're okay. But now the volume has gone up. So you're, you're seeing a lot of arms in the area get hurt just because they're not used to the amount of throwing that's being asked them to do in a competitive setting. The transition from the off season to the in season was, was poorly executed. Exactly. The guys aren't showing up in game shape or their arms not in game shape. And therefore they have these, uh, 
growing pains, but they're much more severe than growing pains. They're, they're just pain in the elbow from, from not being ready. Yeah. Not, not being physically ready to throw. And you know, I like the way you say that on the growing pains part, you're, you're supposed to have that in your training to prepare for the season. That's not supposed to be something that happens in season. Right. 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 And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand is like, you're supposed to stress yourself in the off season. Like you're supposed to test your body. So that's the way it's prepared for the regular season. Right. Right. That's a, that's a big thing I see too. Um, guys just aren't going in prepared. I mean, the most right. dangerous part of the season at, at every level is the first few it's weeks, first, spring yep. training for major league, uh, uh tournaments and, and, uh, in, in preseason for, for college. Um, uh, kids aren't going in ready. They're they're putting the ball down at the wrong time, right. in my opinion. I, I think they're putting the ball down in December, January, and then they need to be max effort on February. And really, in my opinion, I, I love putting the ball down. No, no question about it. Uh, as as far as getting on the mound now, lightly throwing like you're like you're a seven year old. I want to do that all year round. But getting on the mound with the max intensity, I think you should put that down early fall. Right. And then mid fall start your start your work up into eventually getting into you know mid season shape. Yeah, and you want to be in mid season shape when the season the starts. The day the day you, you walk know? on the field because it doesn't matter what any coach says when the beginning of the season rolls around and they say, "Hey, this bullpen's at sixty percent. You're not throwing hard." No athlete goes into a chance to show off and earn a position with the 60% mindset. They're going to let it rip. Right. Right. And, and it's just, if you train athletes all the time to, Hey, we want you to go as hard as you can all the time, you know, try to impress us, try to show off, try to make it look good. And then all of a sudden ask them to pull back. Like if you're asking a teenager to do that, like that's what, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're working against the competitive nature and that's not something exactly. we don't want to work against nature. You know, exactly. we, we want to use that to our advantage and, and use that uh, competitiveness and, and that, that tenacity to in our advantage. But that all comes down to getting your guys prepared. Exactly. And that's what it all, it all comes back to is like, are you prepared to throw? Right. Like, are you prepared to step on a mound and let it rip? for you know x amount of pitches like right. what, what's your you know if you're a reliever it's you're looking you know 15 to 35 pitches if you're a starter and this is at like the the high school level uh you know starter 80 to 100 depending on you know how good you are the team you have around you and the coaching staff um youth i'm just a big believer in not really getting past like 75, 80 pitches. Um, there's just no need if you're throwing that many pitches in a six, seven inning ball game, you're throwing way too many balls. Like yeah. you're not throwing well. Um, but yeah, so you need to look at, okay, what do I need to be prepared for? All right, great. I need to be ready for that the first day I show up. Right. I don't need to take three weeks to get there. Like those, that three weeks should happen before I arrive. Right. 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 And yeah. it's, it's even more important in college. Like guys think, Oh, I have a couple of weeks to get my arm loose and get, my, get everything in shape. Like, no, 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 no. You need to perform day one. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, you say it's more important in college. I, th- I think it's more um, noticeable in college, but you know, I don't, I don't, I'd almost argue that 
we're seeing it at a younger level and it's becoming the norm. Like you said, it's, it's growing pains that they've felt before. So they just throw past it. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're, yeah. As you're, as you become, as your body matures, um, you're unable to, to have that bounce back. I mean, right. I had, I had a parent reach out to me and tell me that, uh, uh, one of, one of their pitchers on their 13 year team, um, uh, his arm is already hurting three weeks into the season and his remedy is, is icing and tiger bomb. <laughs> um, he, he heard it last year, went to a PT, but never, never had that, that, that in between phase from, from physical therapy to playing time, never went in and looked at what caused that fire. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, the doctor just yeah. said, take time off. And of course, if you stop yeah. doing something, you're, the pain is going to go subside, away. Yeah. But if you don't fix the underlying issue of, of uh, what a movement or strength or activation or whatever it is, probably a combination of all of them, um, it's the pain is just going to come right back. And right. then you're, you're left to in season, in season fixes, which are quick, easy fixes known as icing, yeah. icy hot, tiger bomb, all, yeah. that, all yeah. that stuff that, that well, just puts a blanket over the, it's just a bandaid. Right. Yeah. It's just, a we're not, we're not figuring out, okay, why do I have a laceration of my arm? We're just, Hey, let's just wrap it up and right. that'll, that'll make it all better in the current time. Um, but I mean, that's, that's the, you know, that's the difference between the long-term view and short-term view, that short-term view of, okay, I should be able to pitch today, you know, this weekend versus man, why is my arm bothering me? Okay. Okay. This is going to take a longer time to fix and to like really look at what's the you know systemic issue that keeps me getting hurt and having arm pain. You know, that's going to take longer than just one day of like, oh, if I you know make the right mixture of Tiger Bomb and Icy Hot and Red Hot, I'll feel great and my arm will never hurt again. It's like no, like why? Why is your arm hurting? Right. Let's figure that question out. Right, right, right. right. And and then the, the the pitch count. I I think you're. Yeah. I think you're right. I think eighty pitches is a good um, for for high school guys. I think they need to be able to throw an eighty pitch yes. outing. Uh, they need to be ready to throw an eighty pitch outing. Now they also need to understand where they are on their team, how their coach is, how right. they're going to be written. Right. If they're going to be a guy that that is expected to go a complete game every time they step on the mound. You know, then we need to prepare for that. You know, right. that's something that is really out of our control. What our what our coach, you know, use it. It, it is, but it isn't. That's a, that's a slippery slope when, when you're going against your coach. But you know, what how your coach uses you is kind of out of your control. All you can do is prepare your best. And, and I, I totally think the eighty pitch mark is is great for for high school. Uh, below high school, I, I think you're right. Um, Sixty five, seventy five pitches. Um, unless your league's got some sort of limit on it right. or, or your coach, you know, has, has put his own self, uh, deployed limit on you. Um, that's, uh, those are great numbers that you need to be ready to go day one, 80 pitches. And, and with youth and high school, one of the things you have to also look at is well, the, what other positions are you playing? Yep. So if you're a catcher, that number for how many pitches you're going to throw is going to be a lot lower yep. because, you know who also throws a ton of makes a ton of throws throughout a game? Right. The catcher when he has to throw the ball back to the pitcher, right. or on his throwdowns the second, or back you know picks and whatever it is. whatever it is. You're you're making almost more throws than anyone on the field. So you know if you're a youth 
or a high school uh, player and you both catch and pitch, like you really need to monitor that, Mm -hmm. you know, especially don't throw a complete game Saturday and then catch the game Friday. Like that's, or uh, catch the game Sunday. Like that's brutal. Like you, your arm's not gonna be able to handle that. Um, Or, you know, shortstop's another one where if you throw a complete game, don't go right back to shortstop. Like I remember last fall, we had a youth kid that his elbow was bothering him when he pitched. And so he told his coach and he's like, Hey, I need to get out of the game. My arm hurts. And the coach was like, okay, cool. Um, but you can still play. Right. And the kid's like, Oh yeah, of course I can. Of course he said and that. Of course he said that. Cause he's a kid. What, right. He's an athlete. He's a competitor. Right. Like what kid's not going to say he can't play. Right. So he goes to shortstop and, you know, keeps throwing. And when we, when you look at it, you know, from afar, it's like, what, so it hurts when you throw, right? Yes. Then why are you going to put yourself in a position where you have to throw? And then when you think about it, it's like, oh, that, that seems kind of silly. It's because it is. Right. And so you, you got to look at, okay, if they're playing first base, not a lot of heavy throwing there, right? So if you throw a bunch in your first, in your first game, you should probably be playing first base or maybe outfield, maybe DH, right? Right, right. Um, no. Or just sit on the bench or just, just DH and recover. <laughs> yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah. there's nothing against that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with in, that. In youth baseball, there's plenty of DHs and EHs. Oh, so, I know. I know. you know, yep. Yep. Uh, what have you seen with, uh, with your college guys, um, as far as, uh, the difference with the kids that you know, who have trained during the off season versus the ones who, who might've slacked off a little bit. Are you seeing a noticeable difference? Can you, can you pinpoint those on the field without, knowing if they did or did not yeah number one's velocity like the guys who trained hard all went up all went up or throwing harder than they did last year right you know we had a starter that sat 79 81 last year and then this year he was 83 to 86 and topped 89 and that's a big deal like that's a huge difference for him as a pitcher um that's allowed him to go from like, oh yeah, he throws strikes to, you know, this guy can actually, you know, punch tickets, get strikeouts and, you know, pitch deep into games and give up two or less runs. Um, And then really like pitch ability, like are are they able to go in and make hitters miss and get good pitches? Um, Are they able to throw deep into games? I know talking with other college pitching coaches, they lament that the fact that they'll have a starter that's, you know, 91, 92 in the first two innings. And then he's 86, 87, and then he's 85, 86, and then he's 83, 84 as the innings go on. And then they'll watch one of our, or one of our guys go and it's like, Oh, it's the ninth inning. And he's still, he started the game at 95 and he's ending the game at 89, 90. And they go, what, like, what are you doing? It's like, no, these guys are just like, they're prepared for the workload. Right. They worked all off season um, they went through a really, really hard training program, all of those things to be able to get out there and perform at a high level. Um, and you see the difference with, with that and the guys that don't, the guys that don't there, um, it's almost like trying to cram study for a test. They're trying to make up three months worth of work in two days, right. in a week because they're behind and they're like, Oh, well, my velo's not there. Well, if my velo's not there, then all my pitches have to be there. And it's, 
Yeah, it's, it's, you can see it pretty quickly when guys step on the mound, the ones who are prepared to have done the work and the ones who haven't, either by velo or results. What about injury? Have you felt any pain? Have you, or have you seen any, any pain from the guys? Um, or are they just not getting enough playing time? Uh, <laughs> no, we, we scrimmage enough so the, the guys who don't pitch on the weekends will pitch during the week, so everybody's getting their innings. Um, we've really only had like two guys and one was a back strain cause it was cold. Right. I um, mean, overexerted on a pitch. And then another one, um, he made the transition from position player to pitcher. And because he started throwing more, he, his body wasn't ready for it and he didn't really do the work necessary in the off season. So his elbow started to bother him in the last week. Um, so that's really it. We've so far, you know, Yep. Knock on wood, we've we've been pretty healthy, which is good. Um, but we really like we try to manage our workloads and look at you know how many stressful days are we going to give them a week. Um, try to manage. Okay, you know they had a twenty five pitch inning here. They're probably done pretty soon. We're not right. going to let them go too far past us. So it's just it's managing them. Um, but also that comes back to did you put in the work in the off season? Right, right. And that's I think everything leads back to. Are guys doing what they need to do in the weight room with their strength coaches, with, you know, their mobility, with their sleep, with their recovery, like, and knowing the why behind all of those things, you see it now, like it it comes up now and it's, it's going to continue to come up throughout the year. Yeah. 100%. And uh, I'm going to close with this for, for the coaches out there who, who don't know what to do when, when, when they're having a lot of injuries, when they're having a lot of pain or, or guys just aren't producing. There's a great resource online done uh, by a baseball development group in driveline um, called baseball health professionals. Yep. And it's just, you can, you can go on the website, you can pick your area and you can see um, the, the coaches and the PTs that are in your area that, that know what they're talking about <laughs> and you can <laughs> yeah. reach out and, and man, I, I, I know, um, I, I'm, I'm going to speak for all the professionals and, and we love having conversations. Yep. If there's any questions at all, please, please feel free to reach out to, to anyone yep. um, about how to keep these kids healthy, injury free away from the knife and on the field. Yeah. And the last piece I'll put with that is the advice like when you ask these questions, the advice you're going to get, although it may seem small, it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah. So when they say you need more sleep, you need more rest, you need more water. That's not just a basic answer that, you know, grandma gives out. Like that's, there's a reason why they're saying scientific. Yes. There, there's scientific studies that prove more sleep and more water is good for you. So take that. Like when you get that, I mean, run with it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you for being on. Of course, and, uh, of course, of course. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you for listening. To learn more about TrueGuide Systems, go to TrueGuideSystems.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share us with your friends.